hello again. Did you think we'd vanished? It's been a busy old time. And I want to share with you a very exciting development, namely the Purple Pod. What could this possibly be, I hear you cry? Well, since you asked, it's a huge inflatable space that fits inside a school hall or similar and allows the creation of an immersive sensory environment to support pupils with complex needs to engage with their learning. So you might explore what a blood cell feels like or what a Shakespearean sonnet tastes like. Hugely exciting. But of course, innovative work like this has to begin somewhere. And as you'll know, if you've ever cursed at a piece of uncooperative technology, the path isn't always smooth. So this episode is all about joining the school's team from their first session and sharing their thoughts about the journey they made taking the Purple Pod into schools for the very first time. Under Milk Wood was the text they were working with, and as we stood outside the hall at John Jameson School, Fran Rogers and Georgia McCready were nervous, but very excited. Oh, so excited. And kind of nervous, but in a really excited way. So Adrenaline's pumping, I think that's the word. Yeah, there's an element of anticipation. It's just been sort of weeks and weeks of building up, hasn't it? And it's about to, uh, yeah, we're about to go, so very excited. But there had been inevitable challenges. Lugging the equipment around, I think that's the biggest one. It's just very heavy and very big. But we're getting there, we're getting strong muscles. Yeah. Um, and we're getting quicker as well at putting it up, taking it down, that kind of thing. We're getting there. We've had a few tech issues as well, haven't we? It's the, the tech <laughs> and the pod. But they're fabulous. But hopefully we've got a van on the way as well, so... Well, a van did arrive, soon to be replaced by a trailer, and they were off. Jamie Darby, the head of Sixth Form, gave his initial reaction to the pod. Yeah, I think it's absolutely amazing. I love it. I think, I think, um, I think all the cases are really good, but just the lights and people were sort of grinning outside going, it looks really good in there. Um, so I think it's fantastic. And then the workshops began. They took the form of a series of small sensory interventions, and for Undermilk Wood, some of the highlights were tasting seaweed, hearing bells ringing, smelling peppermint, touching shells and sand, and looking at images of fishing villages on the projections that covered the inside of the pod. All a bit magical. Did Mrs Ogmore Pritchard give us a little nudge, do you think, like this? Right, Captain Cat. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, he was crying all over his nose. Oh, poor Captain Cat. Should we dry those tears? There. Better? Yeah. You're drying my tears. Thank you. Better? Yeah. Do you remember that Mr Pew wants to make a mixture that makes her ears fall off and makes smoke come out of her belly? Can you give it a stir? That's it. Yeah. Well done. Explaining how children engage is sometimes really difficult to articulate, and this is a feature of a lot of the work done with anyone with a learning disability. As a facilitator, you know something has happened, someone has really connected with what you're sharing, but somehow their response doesn't fit neatly into an externally set outcome. The following are great examples of this. The line being explored was, you alone can hear the invisible star fall. And this was one child's immediate response. Well, what was next was this line. All the bells of the tills of the town shall ring for our wedding. 
The team chimed barbells, and this was the reaction of one child who was non-verbal and had previously been quiet. And if you're not smiling just a little right now, then I'm afraid you're dead inside. I caught up with the team again partway through their time at John Jameson's and they were feeling really encouraged by all the responses they'd had. Every week we've kind of seen a little bit more, they seem to be a bit more comfortable with each week, don't they? And they're really familiar with the space. So there's that beautiful mix of familiarity and the way that we use repetition each week, um, kind of mixed in with some anticipation for what's going to come next, what's going to come out of the purple box and kind of what resources we're going to use, what they're going to be tasting and smelling. So, yeah, there's a lot, kind of a, a buzzing excitement with, with everything that we bring around, which is great. And it wasn't just the children who loved it. The staff seemed to be enjoying it just as much. I definitely feel they've got more on board with it as the weeks have gone on. They've started to understand why we're doing it and understand our approach a bit more. And, yeah, they're, they're really fantastic. I mean, amazing set of staff here. So it seems that despite the complexity of a text like Under Milk Wood, it's definitely possible to bring it to life for a really diverse group of learners. It's just a matter of engaging all the senses. And I can't help thinking that Dylan Thomas would be delighted. You've all worked so hard today. That's been absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much, everybody. See you guys. Thank you to the fabulous folk at Purple Patch Arts. And if you want to get in touch with them about their marvellous purple pod, you can email schools at purplepatcharts.org. <laughs>